Make her look younger. Part one. It was raining, so everyone was cotching in the bottom of the block. About 15 of them, aged between 11 to 16. Spits being plastered about. Music playing from some speakers, everyone chatting. Suddenly, the elder shouted down from the top floor flat. Jacob! He shouted from the flat that was being used as a trap den. Jacob, come! He shouts down the stairs. Everyone went quiet. Jacob, who was about 16, quietly kissed his teeth and started to walk up the stairs. Everyone stopped chatting for a bit until they heard Jacob go upstairs and close the door. What do you think it is, Blondie said. You like, she liked Jacob. She'd known him a long time. One of the older boys spat on the block floor and said, he's got to go country. A few of the other boys shook their heads. I ain't ever going country, bruv. Let me tell you that, said another one of the boys in his thick street accent. In it, piped up a younger. It's mad what can happen when you go country. Blondie nodded her head. She had made herself three promises when she got in this. One, she would not be forced to sleep with no man, no matter what. Two, she would never sell hard food. Three, she would never go country. The thing is, in gangs, you don't get to make the rules. You're just a foot soldier. But she would learn that. She would learn that soon. A few days later, Blondie went home to find her mum crying at the kitchen table, proper sobbing. There was about £40 in notes and change around the table. Mum, what's wrong? Blondie said, shocked. Her mum didn't answer. She just looked up, eyes red and sore. She'd been crying for some time. Some time. Blondie was used to seeing mum crying. Mum, just tell me, innit? Blondie said. Her mum explained that they'd fallen behind with the rent, that she couldn't afford it, that they'd be kicked out and they were going to have to move to North London. Blondie's eyes widened. North London? Was her mum mad? You get slipping in a place like that, people could get hurt. Plus, all her friends were here. Nah, 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 nah. Fuck that. How much? She said in her 13 year old voice. Mum laughed and waved her away. What? I said, how much? She said, very serious this time. Her mum looked at her, really looked at her, and almost unsure whether to answer, said, 800 pounds. And then mum started crying again. Blondie wanted to walk over and hug her mum, or at least put her hand on her shoulder and say it was okay. Something like she did nothing. Blondie, at 13 years of age, was cold, dead inside to some degree, and avoided any physical contact with any person. She turned on a hill and left the flat, walking with purpose to one of the trap flats. She went to the first one, but could not find who she was looking for. At the second flat, she found him, her older. She smiled when she saw him, and he smiled when he saw her. He really cared about her, like for real not like the others who got mugged off no she was treated differently he always treated her different he was about 25 and everyone feared him she told him what had happened to her mum of course he said and laughed patting the dirty sofa next to him for her to come and sit he smiled and said anything for his blonde eye that's what he called her sometimes he would say wagwan blonde eye blondie started smiling her head off she knew he wouldn't let her down she sat down next to him and said, I can get the money for the rent. And he said, yes, in a big cheesy smile. He said, but you have to go country for it. Her smile slowly disappeared and she's suddenly aware of her heart pumping in her ears. She tried to shake her head and then she stopped smiling. She got up on the sofa and said, nah, nah, it's cool, I'll sort it. He stared at her for a moment and said, I said you're going country blood. Her bottom lip quivered and she felt hot tears burning in her eyes. She leaned back on the sofa and looked at her long and hard and he said what you're gonna cry like some little pussy girl is that what you're on blondie let me know i mean if you want to be treated like one of them girls then and he slowly licked his lips 
She shook her head violently. She just stood there looking every inch of 13-year-old child. He got up and walked towards her, towering above her. He stood in front of her and reached out and took off her baseball cap. Her long blonde hair that she pinned into a bun every day to hide under a hat cascaded over her shoulders. It was long, way past her elbows. And every day she hid it under her cap. She had learned this trick a while ago from some of the boys that started talking about sleeping with her. So she started dressing like a boy. And it, wor- it worked. They didn't look at her like that, did they? He held her cap in one hand and stroked his giant hands all over her hair a couple of times. She stayed as still as she could. She was visibly shaking and she was using every bit of energy right now to keep the tears in. You see, Blondie, people have been talking, you know, people saying you look Chris. I could make money off you, innit? He said this, still holding her hair. She didn't look at him. She was staring at the ground. Nothing she said or done right now would change this would happen in this moment. And she knew it. Just then, all of a sudden, one of the youngers come bursting through the door and just stopped. What a sight it must have been to see little Blondie head down, not saying a word, while this old was just stroking her hair over and over again. The younger, Aaron, he didn't look at the older. He looked straight at her and said, B, you okay? He didn't know what to do. She didn't respond. The older said, she's cool. She's going on a trip. Go and get the jezzies. They need to make, need to make this one look younger. Aaron didn't move. He looked at the older and said in a slightly small voice, blood? Blondie so wanted to look at him, wanted to run, but she did not move one inch. The older stopped stroking her hair, turned to him and said, pussy all. I said, go. Aaron ran out of the room and they were alone again. He bent down so that they were eye to eye and he put his finger under her chin and pushed her chin abruptly up. So she was looking him in the eye. Well, what do you know? He said with a big smile on his face. Not one fucking tear dropped. She looked at him, not daring to breathe. You're going to go country on your own. And when you get back, you won't have to move away. He let go of her chin and grabbed her hair in his hands tightly and pulled her towards him. She let out a yelp. No, how? Their faces were so close that as he spoke, the next line, his lips moved against hers. Time to step up, Blondie. You're going country. You're going to move hard food and you're not going to fuck about. You get me? Then he pushed her so hard away from him that she fell across the floor. She stumbled trying to get up and as she did, she felt a cap hit her in her head as he threw her. Go and tell your mom you're going to stay at Powell's for the weekend. That crazy bitch ain't got no idea where you are anyway. He threw his head back and laughed. <laughs> she is one crazy bitch. Blondie walked as fast as she could to the door and he called out, Blondie, you've got 20 minutes to get your shit and come back here. Do not make me come looking for you. She nodded. She heard him and as soon as she got out of the door, she ran. She ran down the floor flights of the block of stairs, tears running down her face. As she burst out the back door to run to her house, someone grabbed her by the arm. She slightly screamed and turned around. It was Aaron. He just looked at her his brown eyes shiny like he might cry in any other circumstances at ever any other time if any of the boys had seen her crying they'd either cussed her or punched her up they just looked at each other for a moment blondie crying aaron holding her arm then he pulled her towards him quickly he hugged her hard she was so shocked he'd never done anything like that and she didn't know what to do but then she kind of hugged him back run blonde he whispered in her ear please run and don't come back she whispered and said, you know, I can't do that. And she pulled away from him and she ran home to tell her mum that she'd be staying with her friends for the weekend.